Hey, this is Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and welcome to the I Have for Evolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profit. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? Hey, this is Coach Freddie here, and I'm having a conversation with Dave and he's the owner and founder of Dome Creations out of Colorado Springs. How you doing, Dave? Doing great. It's snowing here in Colorado today. Well, Dave, tell us a little bit about your background, how you got started in Dome Creations a while back, and what you're doing right now. Okay, well, I basically uh, grew up in Chicago area, and every summer my parents took me out to my uncle's farm in Iowa. So I have a kind of agricultural background in corn, soybeans, and livestock. And that's where I met my wife in Iowa. And we went to the Minnesota State Fair. This was back in the 70s. And I saw my first geodesic dome in, at the State Fair, and I thought it was phenomenal. The structure, the integrity, the strength the use of less materials than a rectangular structure, a third less building materials. So I got real interested in domes. I started researching them. And back then we didn't have the Internet, so I was always trying to get literature from these different dome companies building these dome home kits. In 85, 1985, we were out in Colorado, and I was working construction for my wife's uncle. And I met another fellow who was a carpenter, and we decided to start a company making small geodesic domes for like hot tub enclosures and greenhouses and we made them out of redwood two by fours okay. at the time just to mm -hmm. figure out the angles and everything well back in 2015 i took some of those old triangles i had made back then and went to a metal shop here in colorado springs and asked them if they could fab it out of aluminum just the triangle frames and with my drawings and stuff, uh, they, they did fabricate the first one for me. And then after that, I decided I could go to an aluminum extruder here in town and have them extrude the struts for me. And then I set up my saws, and I could cut my own struts. And then I have a welder now that welds all the joints, and we put double wall polycarbonate in all of the triangles so they make excellent okay. greenhouses. Since doing that, I got involved in going to some of the the shows where I thought I could sell greenhouses where the, the cannabis industry was starting to take off. And last year in 2018, I did the NOCO show up in Denver. And, right. Uh, well, no, that was in Fort Collins. But the other one was uh, the Indo Expo in Denver. And okay. we set up a dome outside the event, and we had a lot of interest in the domes and everything. But that's where I got to meet uh, some of the extractors. And uh, Zach Dorsett was one of them that he has an extraction place here in Colorado Springs. And since then, uh, they've gotten into the seed production. Now, with the domes, I am working to using the hemp herd, just like they do hempcrete with lime and right, water right. to make my insulated panels. They call them okay. synth panels. Uh, structurally, 
insulated panels. And with my aluminum frames, uh, I've done some experimenting with lime and, and the, the, the great properties of the, the hemp is it, it's breathable, it's zero carbon, it's lightweight. Right. It's it's the way of the future, I believe, for building materials. Mm-hmm. Um, we got some hurdles in the industry with building regional codes and uh, you know getting getting testing done to get it approved. But I right. think that's maybe a couple years down the road, maybe hopefully quicker than that. Oh yeah, um, they started a new association specifically designed for hemp builders. So that's just starting out, and uh, I think that that's going to really help the building industry itself. I agree. We need to get this thing moving faster, though, because we're cutting down way too many trees when we can grow hemp in four months, you know. And so I'm pretty much an advocate of using the whole plant. I know right now the big thing is CBD oils. That's kind of where the money's at right now, but eventually I think, it's going to be more into the fiber and the herd part of the, the plant that's going to really explode. Um, and why I joined up with Blue Forest Farms is I want to uh, educate farmers because a lot of them don't know how to grow hemp. They haven't been exposed uh-huh. to it. And they need to be educated about it. And, and with Blue Forest Farms, they have a whole a planting program that's been proven over about four years now. Best okay. techniques that they have found that works in Colorado anyway, and they have proven that some of the, the genetics they're using is superior in the amount of CBD and the low THC content of it. We have a planting guide that we can give to the farmers. I, I'm a consultant, so I can, you know, recommend certain things too about planting depth, time of year to plant, whether they're going to start their seeds indoors. Uh, in a greenhouse and then transplant them outside in the in the spring. And then also the harvesting part of it, which is very labor-intense, as most people know. But we do have a grain uh, seed also for the industrial hemp where they can grow it under pivots and harvest it with combines uh, for All the right. biomass. And awesome. that pretty much kind of tells you where I'm going with what I'm trying to do. And then... Okay. Uh, I still have a great passion for the domes, and I think affordable housing is a real issue in this country. We have so many homeless people, and I know with the domes, if we can get them through these building uh, codes and HOAs and all that, we can build structures that are more energy efficient, can house more people, and use no less third materials. And then if we do use the herd and, and the hemp products, we're going to save a lot of trees, and, and the, the time it takes to grow a tree versus the hemp is incredible. There's a lot of benefit to hemp, and that's why I started five years ago my an advocate. There's a lot that has to be done, but we're moving in the right direction. Yes, and I appreciate you, Coach Freddie, for you know moving this movement forward because it's been under regulation for so long, and now finally with the Ag Bill passing, it's now a matter of getting the farmers educated to know how to grow the crop and be profitable where they can have a a rotational crop like for soybeans, you know, with the markets going to pot with uh, tariffs with China, they're not buying soybeans from us. So let's use that as a rotational crop, which is going to put nitrogen back into the ground anyway. Right. 
my wife's nephew's a big, he runs two ethanol plants in Iowa, and they're using all corn. Well, guess what? <laughs> you can use hemp also, and it's got a higher sugar content, so you can use that for ethanol. I mean, there's so many uses, and you know it as well as anybody, but it's just a matter, I think, of getting people educated and being able to make a change. As a consultant, I would like to see success on every farmer that when they make this transition to another crop, it's not going to be a failure. I mean, yeah, we have acts of God like weather and stuff, but as more and more farmers get involved in it, now we can form co-ops. We can get crop insurance just like any other commodity. Yeah. And that's another yeah, thing we need to work on, you know, the commodity market for it. And then the infrastructure has to be built. Farmers can grow it, but who's going to process it? Who's going to, and then who's going to use the product to build stuff? We have to have people like yourself that are going to be building with it. But there's a process that you have to, from the farmer to the builder, all that is being worked on right now. That's great. And that's, yeah, that when I went to all those Indo Expos and the NOCO, the main thing that I found was one, if you're going to get in the business at that time was just last year was seed was a real problem. They didn't have enough seed. They were sold out. In fact, this year they said there's a 455% increase in the acreage that is being registered in the States to growing hemp. But where's the supply going to come from for those seeds that need to be grown, you know, to get the crop? So that's an issue. And then the other thing I saw, too, was, yeah, you need a, a facility to, to process the whole plant. Right now there's a lot of extractors just, you know, taking the buds and extracting the oil. But that's wasting a lot of biomass that can be used for, you know, clothing, paper, plastics. A lot of infrastructure has to be built. There's a lot of opportunity there for people to see and invest their money and saying, hey, I want to be part of this uh, revolution here. We call it the I-Hemp revolution. <laughs> right. That's your revolution. And <laughs> another another whole industry would be equipment. I mean, we need harvest good harvesting equipment. I mean, right now it's pretty labor intensive. If anybody's been on a CBD farm, you see what has to go planting by hand pretty much and harvesting by hand if they're going for cbd you know we get these big fields in texas and oklahoma and stuff where now we're we're harvesting it like wheat or you know corn or soybeans now now we need the equipment and it is different than regular combines you gotta they gotta be modified so dave where do you see yourself in three years Basically, uh, calling on farmers. Um, I want to do that because I'm I'm pretty good a people person, and I know agriculture. I want to get the seeds out there, like Johnny Appleseed kind of thing. But I also yeah, want to yeah. pursue pursue building my domes using hemp, uh, the the herd, and getting that uh, where now that regional has approved it or whatever government entity has a say in that that. You know what? It only makes sense to use panels. I used to build townhomes, and we were the first one in Colorado Springs to use panelized construction instead of framers coming out with two-by-fours and OSB and framing it on. We had them fabbed in Denver and shipped down here on trucks, and we could set up a whole duplex in a day with a crane. You know, yeah. We could do that with hemp, too. I mean, exactly. easily. Exactly. 
because yeah. you're in a controlled environment. You have uh, your humidity levels where they need to be, and the, the the process could be so much smoother than out in the open trying exactly. to do it when it's fabricated as panels. So that's kind of where I want to be. Um, we'll see how it progresses, but um, I, I just think right now if, if a farmer's got any questions about growing hemp, they could call me or Blue Forest Farms and, and get the information because our whole goal is to see them succeed because when they succeed, we succeed. Because exactly. every year they're going to have to come back and get the seed. We have femi femi feminized certified organic seed through the state of Colorado. You can right. buy seeds awesome. else, else places, but this has definitely got all the analytics done behind it. What's your contact information, Dave? My address uh, is 4209 Maxwell Road, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80909. And that's for Dome Creations, LLC. GrowDomesLLC at gmail.com. And your website is? DomeCreationsLLC.com. And then uh, Blue Forest Farms, we have a promo code. So if any listeners wants, um, if they give the code, it's IHEMP20 for 20% off of any of the products on their website. So if we're doing pre-sales now for seed because we're going to run out. Most seed companies are going to run out by the time people are going to plant. So you need to... Uh, figure out how many acres you're going to do. We can t suggest how many seeds you're going to need per acre, all that kind of stuff. All right, great. Is there any last things you want to say to our audience, Dave? Well, I would just say we have to, as a, a, a people of this nation, come together and find a better way. By innovating with this plant, we can do it. It's just a matter of where do you want to be plugged in? Guys like you here got the movement going. Now it's up to the people. To, let's do our research. Let's do what we have to do to move forward so we're not depleting our natural resources. Well, I want to thank you for being a guest on the IHAMP Revolution podcast, Dave. I appreciate it, Coach Freddie, and uh, keep on keeping on. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today and make sure that you subscribe to the iHemp Revolution podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Give us a review and follow us on facebook.com forward slash iHempRevolution. Like us and then tell your friends. Help us spread the word about how using industrial hemp can benefit people, heal the planet, and provide long-term profit. This is your host. Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and thanks for joining the iHemp Revolution.